2: As I said at
4: the beginning of all my Zoom
2: meetings today. Did you really? Of course. You're a bad
4: person. Do I sound weird? No. Check one. Must be the like echo I'm getting from where I am, or maybe it's that my these headphones have now been I've glued them. Maybe. It's, <laughs> it, I, maybe the glue. Yeah, is, I glued them. I, I I absolutely feel like I sound weird. <laughs> this may, uh, so a, a few things that we talked about that you and I have mentioned uh, that we we were supposed to bring up this up last night. When we were in the bathroom together, you were <laughs> post shower, I was uh, just pre shower, and you said something that that you you love that gives you so much joy. In and...
2: <laughs> why are you bringing that up? It's so weird. No, no, no. I just said you, I love the feeling of cleaning my ears.
4: Yes, that's right. That's right. You said it's so like it's the best thing. It in the feels
2: world. like satisfying. Yeah.
4: It feels like, but you said it's something even more. It like feels like perfection or something. Some, you used some word that was like the greatest thing in the world. And and in the, just seconds later, I was experiencing the same thing. Like, we got to find a word for that. That what's that? Fee, what's what's the <laughs> word that it? I'm getting somewhere. What, what's the word that okay that encapsulates uh, that? Pleasurable peak satisfaction. How about that? Okay, peak set. Okay. okay, gives you full peak set. Okay, so seconds later, I had put full peak at. Do you know why? Why? Because I was in the scalding hot shower, having the shower hit my poison ivy. Oh. nothing feels as good. It feels mm. so good. Um, it also, I think, spreads it. But oh man, it's like it's like itching it. It's wonderful.
2: Hmm. Yeah, they do say that you should be careful with that, not to.
4: Peak set. It is Alice. Awesome.
2: Peak set. Okay.
4: Um, my second item for this evening. Okay. I only have three.
2: <laughs> okay. Good thing I have other topics.
4: Did you look on Twitter? Did you see the adventures of the soup?
2: Yes, I did see the adventures of the soup.
4: Where do you believe that soup is currently?
2: In our pantry?
4: Uh, it was in the pantry. It made its way out of the pantry. It's now in your stomach? It is now in your daughter's stomach. <laughs> okay. <Go ahead. laughs> so, yes, I found a can of soup uh, on at the end of a long walk on the on the main road here. And uh, I just put it out there with this thing because I did wonder. I stood over and I thought, do, do I take this? I mean, it's closed, obviously. Do I not? And like usually, people just leave it alone. But why would you leave it alone? Yeah. Why? Because obviously, it had fallen out, out out of something, probably off of somebody's bike or something, because mm-hmm. it had just a, one impact dent. And um, and the kids like soup. It's a very carby soup. It's like chicken ball soup or something. And and um, so I ended up t- taking it. Home. Yeah, of course I'd take it. it. Doesn't make any sense. And then, and then um, you know I put it up to Twitter and and um, you know whatever that thing I was thinking of. Instagram. Instagram. And asked people if it wouldn't people said like no hell no I mean it wouldn't a lot of people said no.
2: Well, cans of soup are like a dollar. So yeah, but I think. People yeah, but assume why, like but here's you my... could just buy one for like a dollar. Why would you take one off the ground? Well, this
4: progresso is a little more. I think this is probably closer to two dollars, maybe two two fifty. It's a pretty big can. Okay. Possibly even three dollars. I doubt it, but possibly.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But like what are the reasons not to take the soup?
2: Um, I suppose somebody could have um like tampered with it in some way that you can't see. Is that possible? You know what this (laughs) is? In a plot to poison people? You
4: know what this is? An applause for myself. You've fallen into my trap. (laughs) Okay. You're fully ensnared. (laughs) If somebody was going to contaminate soup, (laughs) wouldn't they just put it on the store shelf? Where people find (laughs) soup? Nobody's going to take the soup on the side of the road.
2: <laughs> I guess. I mean, I probably only... would have taken it too.
4: Well, but... there you go. That's my deduction, Alice. That that is why you've married up.
2: <laughs> I know. Nobody
4: poisons stuff and throws it around there, unless they're gonna leaves wait.
2: it, plants it cleverly on the no, sidewalk.
4: Exactly. Well, then, so, well, yeah. So, so there we go. And the last piece of business I have today before I sign off.
2: <laughs> okay. Go ahead.
4: I have... I ran into so many animals today on this walk. I've never h- had so many of these. I ran into two different groundhogs in two different areas of two different sizes. Wow. One was kind of medium. One was a huge monster <laughs> who lived not too far from the soup, actually.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> uh, two groundhogs. But listen to this. Mm-hmm. I also... Found crossing up the hill there, to where the old folks home is, a big, beautiful, red coyote. Really? Crossed the street, and trailing behind him was his little puppy. Wow. A beautiful, little, cute puppy. So cute, this puppy. And I put that on my Instagram, too, and that you can actually hear the puppy. Then they they sat in the field and looked at me. Wow. And the puppy then was barking the whole time, making a little puppy coyote. I'll, I'll play it. Some cucky, pucky,
2: puppy coyote noises. <laughs> Stop trying to say puppy coyote noises. <laughs> it's going wrong. Um, it's
4: such a nice, it's so, such, they're such nice animals. The thing was so cute. But it doesn't end there, else. No, no, no. It doesn't Oh, it end doesn't
2: there. end there? What doesn't end there about it?
4: Oh, well, get back here. hear yeah. him? Hmm. That's him, the little guy making his noise. Hmm. So, um, so I also then saw not too far away from
2: the coyotes.
4: The coyotes. I saw a beautiful big deer just licking and eating eating trees or something like that. And then, of course, I've been following. I've been thinking about when I got home. Then it was time to. Kill the chipmunks. No, no scare the chipmunks away from the house because the chipmunks are awful animals. I thought they were good. I thought I was at peace with the chipmunks. I'm not. they they've You're destroyed rock walls we have. They they're they're eating through a shed we have. Our patio, they've made a network of, of holes and in these they're bastards. These these are not good citizens, chipmunks. So I got mothballs which are supposed to work. And and supposed to, um, so I put them in the where I think they are in the holes, whatever. And I got mothball on me now, which I can't get the smell of me. It's on my hands now. I, can't I hate the smell. smell
2: of mothballs. The last time you mothballed the chipmunks, every time I went outside for like two months, it yeah, was like all I could yeah, smell, it's... and I hate it. It smells like and if mothballs death are so poisonous, the,
4: the things like fell right out of the bag. the The bag was a mesh bag inside of a box. The mesh bag was broken, so when I opened the box, mm-hmm. the mesh bag fell. It's like the, the saboteur didn't do soup. He did mothballs because it was all over God. my hands. But
2: yeah, they are pretty poisonous. So if you can just let the kids know they're out there and not to touch them oh, yeah. or eat them because we have kids that are stupid and put things in their mouths and stuff like that.
4: And so so that got me to thinking, Alice, oh, since I've mm-hmm. been spying all these animals. Yep. And like the, the coyote wouldn't let me get close, obviously. The heron never lets me close. The the. The deer never, deer, when I reach for my phone, bug out and go. They, they, hmm. they always, and so I got to thinking about all these animal shows, like with Sir David Attenborough or whatever. Right. Or Wild Kingdom. sir. And there's no, and I thought, like, oh, then the father chipmunk is going into to forage because somebody's mothballed his hole. He's now going to have to look for. A new place on this tree stump, and they follow him in a tree stump, and he goes, oh, but nothing there, but the adjoining tree may have an opportunity. Meanwhile, mommy uh, chipmunk and baby chipmunk are wait patiently for dad to get... Ro-. You know what? Mm-hmm. Every one of those things is fake. There's no way in animal's letting you put them on a documentary... Well, I
2: think they Nothing use is, like big uh, big zoom so that they can do it from really
3: far away. I don't no, think it's they're, made like up. A foot away.
4: first of all they're using an, a number of different marmots. That's never the same marmot. Never. It's such BS. Of course, of course we, we 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 make reality TV shows about people and those are all fixed. Those are all cooked. People just piece together stuff. What they've got is they've got footage Oh, animals. by the way,
2: there's another season of the dinosaur show that me and your kids like are coming out on Apple TV. The prehistoric planet one. Yes, you watched like at least one episode of it with us. Oh, we, you uh, also didn't believe that. I don't the believe it. I was just talking to The prehistoric somebody... planet and there's dinosaurs and they show them like the mother taking care of the young and all this stuff. You don't remember that.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do. I do remember it. And uh, it makes me think. About
2: is it safe to be around mothballs when you're pregnant?
4: I don't know. I don't know. I think I screwed myself up between the mothballs and the hot peppers. But um, I like we, dinosaur. The whole thing about dinosaurs, I remember us we just watching, is such BS. Mm-hmm. It's like were they furry or not? Nobody knows. Were they furry or did they have feathers? Nobody knows. As far as we know, the Tyrannosaurus Rex was looked like one big feather boa. As far as we know, he looked like a huge sheep. Nobody knows. They don't know. They don't know if they're putting it together the right way. If the if the Tyrannosaurus Rex for some reason has hands the size of a four year old's hands, but feet that are you know made for mastodons, and maybe they have those reversed. Maybe the hands are the feet and the feet are the hands. We don't. They don't know anything, and they also don't know. Like we we've with we've this alone. I grew up with the pterodactyl at the Museum of Science. Being a lizard bird, like a mm-hmm. bat, with it wearing a huge um, bicycle helmet that's long, and in the last ten years they've thrown uh, feathers on them. Now they've decided, full stop, guys, no, no, no we're going. Eat- they we- probably
2: are just mostly birds.
4: They were all birds.
2: Like if we have, we've had chickens, and their little eyes look at you like little dinosaur eyes.
4: Yes, and I bet you they move like, like in a, yeah. f- in a comical way.
2: Yeah, they probably act like big chickens. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: So, anyway, that's those are my takeaways. I am <laughs> done for today's uh, show, and I yield the floor.
2: <laughs> oh, good. Well, I was looking at different stuff in the world, I guess. Um, apparently, because um, I was. Well, first of all, there's like a lot going on in 2024 land, mm-hmm. which is what I'm into. Um, for one thing, we had talked about previously the view complaining about tim scott and saying that he doesn't understand like the black experience in america and stuff which is absurd because he's like dealt with more than any of them pretty much in his lifetime so uh he actually went on the view and he is a lot smarter than them like all of them i still don't think he's going to be president but he's like really good at this um
0: you have indicated that you don't believe in systemic racism what is your definition of systemic racism?
6: Let me ask, answer the uh, question that you've answered. Does asked it ex- it.
0: Or does it even exist yeah. in your mind?
6: Let me uh, your mind. answer the question this way. One of the things I think about and one of the reasons why I'm on the show is because of the comments that were made, frankly, on this show, that the only way for a young African-American kid to be successful in this country is to be the exception and not the rule. That is a dangerous, offensive disgusting message to send to our young people today that the only way to succeed is by being the exception I will tell you that if my life is the exception I can't imagine. But, but I can't. But it imagine. is. But it's not actually. Here's here's. It's been here's 114 like, years. Yeah. So so the fact of the matter is, we've had an African American president, African American uh, vice president. We've had two African Americans to be secretaries of the state. Uh, in my home city, uh, the police chief is an African American who's now running for mayor. The head of the highway patrol for South Carolina is African American. in nineteen In 1975, yeah. um, there was Still about 15 percent employment in the African American community for the first time in the history of the country. It's under 5 percent.
0: Forty percent homelessness and 50 percent of the folks get, in our community 13 percent of the population you the to
6: ask the question i know that i've watched you on the show that you like people to be deferential and respectful so i'm going to do the that same is thing true. so here's what i'm going to suggest i'm going to suggest the fact of the matter is that progress in america is palpable it could be measured in generations i look back at the fact that my grandfather born in 1921 in sally south carolina when he was on a on a sidewalk a white person was coming he had to step off and not make eye contact that man believed then with some doubt now in the goodness of america because he believed that having faith in god Mm -hmm. faith in himself and faith in what the future could hold for his kids would unleash opportunities in ways that you you cannot imagine every kid today can look just change the stations and see how much Mm -hmm. progress has been made in this country abc nbc cbs espn cnn Fox News all have African American and Hispanic hosts. So what I'm suggesting is that the yesterday's exception is today's rule. And for us to so suggest So
0: America has met its promise.
6: No, of course the the concept of America is that we are going to become a more perfect union. But in fact, the challenges that we face 50 years ago and 60 years ago should not be the same challenges that we face today. And here's the way that you, you measured that. When my mother was born, about 10% of African-Americans got a high school degree, wow. diploma. Today, it's over 90%. When you look at the income, when you look at the income success that That's we've an had. That's HBCU stat. Well, listen, HBCU staff is a good okay. one because one of the reasons why I took the funding for HBCUs to the highest level in the history of the country, and then I helped make it permanent is because I believe that education is the closest thing to magic in America. So I'm about making sure that our kids have as many opportunities to succeed as possible. It's one of the reasons why. I need I did- an
4: opportunity to succeed because <laughs> I have to go to
6: bre- oh,
5: they're
2: begging they to, they're begging. through this have- segment to go to break every time he got rolling because he had stuff for everything oh
4: so i didn't uh, i didn't know that they that kept happening i see that we it did... happened
2: to him a couple more times there was one when the producer came out and told oh no him let me get, I'll get up to that it. they had to go to break it is but it's um it's i just i think it's great how he's so and like i'm a nerd so i guess that's why but i think it's great that he like comes with so much information and just like washes over them
4: yeah, because and-
2: they're dumb, and they're like, systemic racism, redlining, mean to black people." Like, but there's he has like all the facts and figures, all the policy information, all the everything to tell them like America is better than you're saying that it is, and it's getting better all the time, basically.
4: So what I saw on what I saw that just watching it was different than when I just heard it. When I just watched it, I thought it was interesting because I thought he was charming them.
2: Yeah, and actually, weirdly, I felt like there was like kind of a romantic tension yes. with him and Sonny Hostel. Totally, totally. <laughs> they <laughs> I were, said like, that during the show bouncing today. off each other. It was kind of interesting because he was, like, facing right to her, and she's kind of, like, smiling in him. It was, like, yes, weird. I don't know. Is she married? I don't even know if she's married or what her deal is. At all. I don't
4: know. Let me get to the second one. So the last one I should hit is the Tom Hall one, right?
2: Oh, I'm not sure. I don't remember what order I sent them in. Uh,
0: left, Leftist lies. And, and yes. my question to you is, I'm the exception, right? You're the exception. Maybe even Miss Whoopi Goldberg is the exception, oh, she's but, definitely the exception. But, but we are not the rule. And so when it comes to racial inequality, it persists in, in five core aspects of life in the U.S. economics, education, health care, criminal justice and housing. At nearly every turn, these achievements were fought, threatened and erased most often by white violence. You have indicated that you don't believe in systemic racism. So that's her what lead up to that other of cut? systemic racism.
4: Oh, I see. <laughs>
2: yeah, I see. sorry. They're, the cuts are a little out of order. As I well,
4: the before. the one is the next one is where he says that she keeps cutting him off. That that's all I have if unless it's in one of these threads.
2: There's one that I said is like a thread of them.
4: Okay. Okay, so maybe it's a thread of them, but I'm I'm just not seeing where Let there's other Let me see other... if I can figure out where it is. I've seen that there's... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm, I got it now.
6: So here's what I'm going to suggest. I'm going to suggest the fact of the matter is that progress in America is palpable. It
4: could be measured no, in generations. Uh, it is? Okay. We
2: heard that part. Sorry, it's from a couple of sources. You yourself so have exactly talked about
0: when the police stopped you. Absolutely. And how you, so, how can you get your party to stop trying to stop? The progression that people are making—that's yeah, so, what I complained about when when I spoke about. Yeah. It. I want you to come out and say, "Listen, the Republicans have these issues." So yeah, I
6: think. Yeah. Humans have these issues. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the issue of discrimination that I have faced, I you face as well, mm-hmm. is an issue of the heart. Mm-hmm. It's not Republicans or Democrats. Frankly, both sides of the aisle can do better job on the issue of race. And frankly, my side of the aisle, mm-hmm. I think is doing a fabulous job of making progress. The question is, how do we measure that progress? How is that? Well, let it's- me just give you a couple of examples. <laughs> um, so when you think about, this is good news, yeah. So. <laughs> I, I thought you only had one question, but I'll give you the answer to it anyway, <laughs> yeah. so here, here's how it well, that works. Was, so,
0: that was me talking that, to you, okay. so I'd love,
6: I'm a, to, I'd love I'm a, that. I'm going to lay to her. Shall I come, lane, lane, I come so. next to
0: her? Come on over oh. here. Come on over here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a
6: conversation. Come on, ladies. Sit, sir. Sit, 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 sit. Yes. So- Did <laughs> <laughs> your standing yeah. issues get each Yeah. A couple short answers as I was just talking with Anna about the fact yeah, that- Yeah, your that
0: back looks pretty damn good from here.
6: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, Anyways, so the truth of the matter... Is that when you look at progress in the Senate, especially from the Republican side, mm-hmm. African American chiefs of staff in the re- on the Republican side, the only African American female chief of staff was mine. The current mm-hmm. only Hispanic chief of staff, who happens to be female, is mine. When you look at the fact that when I re- helped to rewrite the tax code mm-hmm. in 2017, I focused on my growing up experience, which was a single mother. I cut her taxes. Single mothers like mine, average income around forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, by seventy three percent.
0: Only one black senator we're, we're, out of fifty. We get, we're,
6: a and, right. So it's only two on the other but, side. It's only right. two on the other side. Yeah, so, here, yeah, go ahead. yeah here, I'm going to up. It's it's up. <laughs> <laughs> so the truth is that when you measure success and progress in this nation, one of the things you have to do is look at the statistical realities. Uh-huh. We brought, we brought African American unemployment when we cut the taxes down to the lowest level in the history of this country for the first time under 6%, it hit 5.4%.
4: can.
0: Oh. Billionaires, we st- a huge tax cut, and that didn't trickle down to well, the. Let's, working let's, people. Well, let's take a look at If you want to talk about statistical realities, the statistical reality that we can't even argue with is that African Americans are what, 14, 15% of this country?
6: 13%. 13%.
0: And they're 3% of the U.S. Senate.
5: That well, is statistical a statistical rep- reality.
6: That, that, is, that is only one statistic that in actuality has been improving significantly in the last decade. Let's take a a look at the number of African-Americans that have served in the Senate in the last 10 years. Mo Cowan Mm
5: -hmm. from from Massachusetts. Massachusetts. You have
6: Cory Booker. You have myself. You have Kamala Harris. You have Warnock. So the fact of the matter is that in less than the last decade, we've had about half of all the African Americans who've ever served in the Senate, in the last decade, that which it's means it's that this nation is making improving. measurable progress in right. real time. And if we focus on that and continue to make progress, we mm-hmm. will fulfill the notion that this is a nation that can become more perfect. And what I am concerned Not about
0: fixing the structures and the what, systemic racism that it is embedded in well, this the, fact of the, matter is that the audience don't is so debate. dumb. We don't
6: Agree on the fact that Structures decisions. your definition uh, Go up and tell him. Go yeah. tell him. Tell tell him from the mountain. <laughs> we have to go to commercial. We'll come down. So you to we'll right Um
4: so and then there's one where he talks I enjoy
2: about, that. I think he should permanently be on the show. <laughs> uh
4: yeah. It. Yeah, it's much better when he is. It's much better. When he is, let I me mean, just find that last one that uh, I didn't quite get to.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I say, like I still don't think he's going to be the next president, but I did enjoy.
6: We will fulfill the notion that this is a nation that can become more perfect. And what I am concerned about fixing the
0: structures what, and the what... systemic racism oh, that systemic? Yeah.
4: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was a great uh, hit by him. And uh, by the way, when she says 40%.
2: Um, 40% of the homeless population right. yes, is She black. made it
4: sound like 40% of black people are homeless.
2: <laughs> I know she did make it sound like that, but she's not exactly a giant-brained person. Yeah. Which Tim Scott is smarter than that. I mean, yeah, it's... And the truth is, like, more black people are middle class than ever. It, it is more within reach for everybody, including black people at this time in America, to be successful. Um, and of course, of course... What's absolutely true is that Democrat policies make black people's lives worse. And you can see that in every city in America. And whenever Democrats get national power, you can see it there, too. One thing that struck me so much is like one of the things that um, that the left has talked about all this time is like how they have to have student debt forgiveness because um, like it helps minorities and stuff. You know how they like to say that? Yep. Um, and did you see the thing I sent you, the new paper that's out on student loans, um, on the student loan payment moratorium?
4: No, I know so, it's dead, right? Oh, no, no, that's... So So that's ending, and the student loan forgiveness yes. is dead. Yes, so
2: as part of the Kevin McCarthy-Biden debt ceiling deal, the student loan moratorium is ending, so people are going to have to start making payments again. Um, the... Uh, the supreme court i think still has the case for um whether or not the they can forgive the debt which i would assume that they cannot because it seems insane to me to imagine that the president can just unilaterally do that the biggest issue seems to be an issue of standing but i I haven't heard a new decision on that but anyway so we mentioned briefly like people are going to have to start making payments again on their student loans but get this there was a study that came out um this is from The Economist reported on this, that um, that actually the student loan mor- payment moratorium for those, whatever, three years of COVID times or what, however long they had it for, uh, increased the indebtedness of the people that it impacted.
4: Oh, because they just Cause went they out and got more debt. they went out and oh, got great. more debt. That's great.
2: So they're now in more financial trouble than they were before. When their payments were frozen. A new paper by economists at the University of Chicago suggests the pause in student loan payments caused borrowers to rack up more debt, not less. Using data from TransUnion, researchers compared the personal finances of students whose loans were frozen in 2020 because they borrowed from the U.S. Treasury to students who borrowed from private banks and were therefore not eligible for the moratorium. So they compared like apples to apples, people who had student loans that were included in the moratorium and people who had student Mm -hmm. loans that weren't. They found that the payment freeze reduced delinquency rates on student loans and boosted credit scores, but did not affect delinquencies on other debts, nor did the policy reduce loan balances. In fact, it did the opposite. By the end of 2022, beneficiaries of the moratorium accumulated an additional $2,500 in student loan debt and an additional $2,000 in credit card, mortgage and car loan debt, boosting total household indebtedness by 8%. That's by more than the group of people that didn't have the student loan forgiveness. Jeffries, an investment bank, reckons the return of student loan payments, which are around $200 a month for a typical borrower, will weigh on consumer spending and push up delinquents delinquency rates for those borrowers who took advantage of the student debt moratorium and accumulated additional debt over the past three years the financial pressure could be especially acute back in april 2022 biden warned the resumption of student loan payments could lead to significant economic hardship for millions of borrowers little did he know that his own policies would be partly to blame
4: Uh, isn't that a thing of beauty isn't
2: that incredible isn't that incredible and it it cost us i think what i read in the article was that the cost of the program in terms of like the missed interest and in everything? Is um, it costs the United States like five billion dollars a month. Five billion dollars a month we paid for a bunch of people to get more in debt than they were before we quote helped them. Right,
4: because right. it went out. And, and <laughs> it's every also, time it's the also, federal also, government comes I don't know to, to help what to you, agree, but it's also inflationary.
2: Oh, yeah. It's hugely inflationary. I mean, and yeah, so now those people have an average of $4,500 more personal debt than they did before their student loan payments were forgiven. I mean, which of course is not necessarily the way things had to go. If everyone were dealing with a financial planner and their student loans were paused, they could choose to like pay down principal instead or something. But, of course, they didn't do that. They just went out and took on more debt because they didn't have to make this payment now so they could afford a payment on something else
4: you always wonder like, how <laughs> is it that you can make a living off of just Instacart like, oh I see
2: <laughs> yeah so that's uh, no good and um, and the payments are coming back so that's going to hurt and yeah it's been inflationary so oh, that's uh, no good um,
4: let's do this Everest thing because it's gross, okay,
2: yeah, so we can jump to that, so <clears throat> this is I had started to see some tweets about this a few days ago, and now I like I've seen more of them, but basically, you know, and we, I think a couple of years ago we talked about this too, where people were posting pictures of the lines at the top of Mount Everest. And joking about how, like, you go to Mount Everest to wait in a line because now climbing Mount Everest is so, like, commodified. Mm -hmm. It's like you just pay all this money for the training and everything and all the equipment and the guides and the whole experience and you go to climb Mount Everest. But it's still obviously super dangerous and people still die doing it, even though you're spending tens of thousands of dollars for this experience to go climb Mount Everest and even though mostly the people who do it are fairly experienced climbers that's becoming a little bit less so but like it's a freaking dangerous mountain like there's not really a way around it it wants to kill you or the
4: cold or both
2: both and also rescues are really tough there and this is why also a lot of the dead bodies are still left on the mountain is because it's too the air is too thin for helicopters to get up to where people die Jeez. So you can't, like, you'd have to, like, carry the people down, you know? You can't, they're stuck there. So, so, yeah, so you go there, you wait in a long line. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. of other people people die in the line and their bodies just get left there frozen frozen does so it ever thaw i don't think so and so these bodies are just there and people use them as like landmarks for climbers like oh like turn left at the green boots like they have nicknames that the people who go climb or whatever
1: That's great
2: it is so weird and creepy, and the idea that people do this like disgusts me so much about our success. Like, they just need to shut down the whole. I know it's a big tourism operation for them, but like, it's gross. Like, can we stop? It's so terrible. Uh, uh, there's f- like photos of and videos. Like... Yeah, like what the hell? Like, but yeah, I mean, there's a video somebody posted like a day ago that was like of somebody finding a dead body sliding down, and this. I mean. And they're even low, they're not even wearing oxygen masks in that video, so they're not even that high yet, but it's like, it's so bad. It's so bad, and it disgusts me about, like, our society, that everybody's, like, just doing this, like for the experience. Do you remember when we went to go see the Empire State Building and how joyless that was, that it's like just wait in line, wait in line, wait in line, take this elevator, wait in line, wait in line, take this elevator. Like, imagine that, but with, like, dead bodies strewn around, it's already completely joyless and takes right. all but, the well, excitement in, and fun out of seeing the thing that you're, like, right. in this sort in, of mass-produced, Disney-fied experience mm. of everything, right? Yeah, the, line, like, the,
4: line, the series of line things does sap a lot of stuff. It's still cool on the top the empire state buildings it
2: is it is and i'm sure the top of mount everest is pretty amazing too
4: yeah i just seem to remember yes i seem to remember when i was a kid like taking two elevators and then you were there and you could go outside same with the twin towers
2: yeah so but but i i feel like so many experiences in our culture are now like that where it's so like you know you're Waiting in a line for this like mass-produced experience that everybody's getting, and you get the photo, and you go, and you know, like, it, it wouldn't shock me if they started a photo booth at the top of Mount yeah, at yeah. this point. Well, like,
4: it's just it's just so ghoulish. Like you're walking around dead bodies, and for there's a while. like
2: dead body. Like it's worth it. I mean, it seems gross and terrible.
4: Yeah, I'm not for anything with the dead bodies being around. I, I don't, yeah, and I don't like the, the the Japanese, like, woods where everybody commits suicide and, like, hanging as well, where Logan Paul got in trouble.
2: Yeah. Uh, For, like, posting videos of dead people. Yeah. It's a weird, we have a weird, like, acceptance of just, like, having death around. Doesn't well, matter, that, of remember that
4: Museum of Science exhibit?
2: Oh, yeah, the Body Worlds. Yeah. Where it's, yeah. like, their actual dead bodies in the Gross. Body Worlds exhibit. Yeah. Sounds ghoulish. Creepy, yeah. Don't like it. Um...
4: So I do want to mention, to, to not bring it down, that um, there's a lot of good recent pieces on the climate. And it's funny because there's a great one in Reason Magazine by Abe Greenwald. There's also a great one on the Wall Street Journal saying, hey, there's a whole other half of this conversation that shows a whole other half that shows that the, 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 climate, the, the climate change evangelists have been cherry-picking things. Including the the idea that the the Earth regulates its own temperature, and when it when it's when it gets too hot, it then gets too cold, and then gets too hot, and gets that gets too cold, and it's just interesting. I won't get into the nuts and bolts of it, but I think that people are starting to write more about this because Ireland plans on killing sixty five thousand cows per year for the next three years to for methane. Because they're methane releasing. And so they're really gonna kill these cows. So I think it's now allowing, giving license for people, some of whom would usually been left to say, hey, wait a second, this you need to have a larger conversation because for we're gonna kill these cows so that they can meet their climate goals. They're gonna wax the cows and it's 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 just ridiculous um sky news has it here plan to call uh, 2,000 head of cattle in ireland can only end in disaster geologist and ian Pilmer has criticized the move for ireland to call 2,000 head of cattle in a bold effort to meet climate targets he said leaders telling primary producers what to do can only end in disaster the irish know about this from the potato famine he said i'll be right down there the irish know about this from potato famine he said a third of their population died. A third emigrated, and the same thing will happen if you lose, if you lose all of the, the food resources. Right. So I, it's interesting. It's worth reaching. I've I've tweeted the Wall Street Journal article. It's worth reading, just the entire big picture. But I don't think I don't. I know the left. Oh, they're always just in on it. But and also, if ever they just wanted to, if ever you know Biden was out there the other the other day. um, Mm -hmm. He's out there saying existential threat, the biggest threat we have is climate change, etc. It's like, there's nobody who believes... Bill Gates says it, you know, Obama says it, all these rich lefties go out and say this is existential, we've only got years to live, whatever. None of them are doing anything physically to protect themselves. None of them are getting smaller houses, they're getting just huge mansions. You just saw the... Who just bought the huge one? John Henry, the Sox. Huge mansions. It's like during during COVID, people actually wore masks. Well, what's the climate equivalent? People aren't doing anything. You know, I'm buying a Tesla. It's like, what? Well, yeah, but you still have the mansion and everything else. So you obviously, you don't. Right. You don't believe it. You don't care. And I think this cattle thing—they're going to tell us to start killing the animals who just look just hanging out. I think that's going to be the beginning of the end of that uh, of that stuff.
2: Yeah. Can we circle back to 2024 for a sure. minute? Sure. So, Sununu out um burgum who i think neither of us realized was the governor of he's north Dakotan, dakota yep. he's in he's in he released a video um obviously uh did you see cornell west of yeah harvard is running i presume on the democrat side independent i don't really it's know it's not good for biden no he's a guy that, who can talk yeah um and what's also not good for biden is the fact that uh JFK is, like, gaining all this steam. Or uh, JFK. RFK Jr. I can't even talk. Uh, RFK Jr. is gaining all this steam Uh, basically today. So he did one of these Elon Musk Twitter spaces like Ron DeSantis did. And um, obviously he, like, praised Elon Musk and all this stuff. He also said he's visiting the border. He's going to seal the border. That we need a secure border and all this stuff. Um, so he was, what a,
4: what a set of policy positions in this guy. I know. I don't know what to make
2: of it. But- <laughs> I know, but I mean, he's doing it and this is, I mean, he's out here saying this stuff and then Jack Dorsey tweeted out that he's supporting him and endorses him and that he's he's the only person who can beat Ron DeSantis and he's going to win and all this stuff. So,
4: I don't know.
2: Or Donald Trump or whatever. Who is yeah. that
4: voter who's for? rfk
2: i mean apparently enough voter so i don't know so i don't know what's happening with this but yeah the border is a big issue the fact that he's taking a stance like that you know Ron DeSantis is sending more migrants places he sent a bunch mm-hmm. to sacramento which i love um yeah and gavin newsom's turned into like a twitter warrior on it where he's tweeting out yeah tough uh,
4: guy you think you're a tough guy yeah
2: he called him like a small mint. where is that tweet but yeah so he sent them there um, but all the northern liberal cities are having problems now. Eric Adams was out there saying that he thinks they should start housing migrants in private homes. I love it. <laughs> I love it. We're gonna go to the faith community and start putting them in people's private homes. Which, like, I n- I didn't expect, but like, you know, the Third Amendment could come into play here. Yeah. Uh, no quartering. It's never been a thing. It's never. We've never needed it since the founding. But right. we could be getting there. I don't even know. Um, But, yeah, it, it's a big deal because people in liberal cities also don't like spending a ton of resources on people who are just getting dumped into the country with nowhere to go and right. no... Right. Anything like R- right? He has no
4: home there, but they also don't want the Guatemalans Paso, to have a home there.
2: And but not when they're in Chicago or New York or Martha's Vineyard right. or wherever Sacramento or wherever else it becomes a problem. So, yeah, it's uh, it's an important issue to people, and I think RFK is pretty much like on the right side of it as far as it goes. But yeah, the other 2024 observation that I had, um, which. So you would mention that Mike Pence was on a motorcycle at this like yeah, Iowa Ernst thing, yeah. The motorcycle rally. And that's like cringe and uh did you see the Casey DeSantis jacket stuff? Yes. She was in her leather jacket that said where woke goes to die with the Florida state and the gator and which is also cringe and terrible. Like, all the politicians dressing up for things like motorcycle rallies or going to county fairs, that's all awful stuff. I mean, I understand they have to do it, but do you remember the video we were watching, the video of um, JFK in Dallas, like, when he was, and they gave him the cowboy hat to wear. Yeah. And he wouldn't put it on. Right. And it, like, makes you seem kind of like a square, but it's, like, also worse. That's, like, good political instincts, like, don't dress up in costumes
4: right i know groups political groups consultants people. who also say like, never put never on a, eat a hot dog you know never <laughs> yeah. yeah you don't do yeah so pete big...
2: Buttigieg judge always looks like an idiot when he's eating oh no
4: that was great that would be <laughs> <laughs> like likeable. a little
2: rat face eating things <laughs> angry <laughs> um but yeah but the casey DeSantis thing uh attracted like attention on the left too and um Katie Baker, who's the executive editor, apparently, at Daily Beast, wrote about Casey DeSantis. Casey DeSantis is the Walmart Melania, trying too hard. She'd better hope that Pleather is putting proof.
4: So this is what I have to say about that. One, good headline and subhead. Both are good. (laughs) Fair. Two, it's a very clicky, uh, uh, hot, salty take thing to do, which is, you know, whorish, but... these, uh, these, um, these platforms yeah, have to do something at this point. Um, Better than I like that bit of bit of writing, and so we're going for the the Desantis's are white trash is the the thing I guess. This is what we're go the First for.
2: Lady of Florida showed up on the campaign trail in Iowa this weekend wearing a ghastly black leather jacket, ghastly. American flag on the front, alligator in the silhouette of her state on the back with the sneering words, where woke goes to die, that brought to mind nothing so much as the racks of a red state big bin store where it would be retailing for twenty four ninety nine. So it's more about how this person feels about other Americans than about Melania Trump. Yeah, by the way, honest.
4: is $24.99 cheap? It's
2: not for me. <laughs> I know I don't buy anything that costs twenty four ninety nine. Nothing so much as the racks of a red state big bin store where it would be retailing for twenty four ninety nine. To be fair, she wore the bomber to a charity, charity biker rally, and I'm sure the campaign intended it to be. A, then they compare it to like the Melania coat. The I really don't care coat. Yeah. Do you remember that? So
4: yeah, there was some mention of that at the time. I remember,
2: but now they say. Um, that the Melania coat was actually, uh, sphinx-like. Was it a sign to the outside that Melania dreamed of escaping her boorish husband? Was it the physical manifestation of the Trump's casual cruelty? Did it mean nothing at all? Maybe like this Melania lady, herself- This lady, Katie
4: Baker, is saucy. I like her. A
2: cipher whose eyes seem to betray an inner emptiness. Like, th- this is about Melania, like the infinite refraction of a mirrored light off of all those gold-plated Trump Tower bathroom fixtures.
4: I make Katie Barker Baker fan. By
2: contrast, Casey DeSantis's coat is just like her husband Ron DeSantis' campaign. Crude. Grasping. <laughs> saying the ugly part out loud. Whereas Trump would wink wink at the fascists. Who can forget his dog whistle to the very fine people on both sides at Charlottesville? That's right, I remember that. <laughs> DeSantis wants to peel off Trump's base by being even more explicit about all, who he tends who's to we, target. How is
4: wink-weaking at the fascists. Hers, although she's saucy and more than likely uh, inebriated when she's writing this.
2: <laughs> she's insane. She's not,
4: doesn't quite get, the, it's like the, the the very fine people on both sides, the ones that she's conflating, neither of those were fascists. Right. The Union, the, the Confederates weren't fascists. No. That wasn't the thing that they were. They were pro-slavery, but they weren't fascists, and... Who's the other people? in the, the Klansmen? The Klansmen are also not fascists. It's just incorrect, Katie.
2: <laughs> DeSantis wants to peel off Trump's base by being even more explicit about who he intends to target. You can see it right there on his wife's jacket. Desantis's Florida is where woke goes to die, and a lot of other people die as well.
4: Mm-hmm. Can't say gay. Uh, Don't effing say gay. High
2: COVID death rates. The jacket, then, is a warning. Watch out, America. It's hard to say one is reading too much into a coat that's so explicit. Casey DeSantis is trying to make a political statement with her aspirations of Camelot meets Mar-a-Lago, but while Casey may be trying to position herself after Jackie Kennedy, good luck, and even Melania... If this weekend is any indication she's falling, far short. It doesn't matter how many times she wears that ice-blue Badgley Mishka cape dress, the DeSantises will never be Camelot. Jackie and JFK sim- symbolize the opposite of vulgar pettiness. They embodied youth, energy, a commitment to moral progress in the struggle for civil rights, and a country fresh with idealism. Not an America that was obsessed with banning books about male seahorses and rainbows or nuking the latest Disney movie.
4: I, <laughs> she writes wonderfully. <laughs> We're gonna and, find out more about her. Ron
2: and Casey will also never be Alice, the. Alice, I have a question
4: about the aesthetic mm-hmm. of Katie Baker.
2: Uh, yeah. You want to know if she's hot, Alice? Did I send you her Twitter profile? I thought I did. Um. She calls them Tom and Daisy Buchanan. Or no, she calls the Trumps Tom and Daisy Buchanan in West Egg, and. <laughs> So there, she means the DeSantis are posers.
4: I get it. Nouveau riche. Yeah. Katie Bates Fake
2: Birkins. Mar-a-Lago imitators. They rail against the elites, but Ron went to Harvard. They wear black leather jackets to a biker rally. Regular folks, but they really prefer to be mingling with Elon's tech bros and wearing designer duds. They want it too much, and it shows. We've got a Sunshine State Lady Macbeth in her green cape and white gloves with her middling husband and her thirst for the crown. Bring it home, Katie Bakes. And <laughs> we've got a guy who wants to be sitting in the corner mumbling about the Federalist Papers and goblin putting off his fingers.
4: I love Katie Bakes.
2: <laughs> um, this tells me, though, that um, they're the Santis's make the left even more crazy than Trump does, possibly.
4: Ah, that's very interesting.
2: Um, and it makes them nuts. So I guess uh I guess they're not like taking the DeSantis as well, which I mean as far as I know, Trump is still way up in all the polls, so it could be completely irrelevant, all this other stuff. Right. So I don't really see what we're
4: What is the heated sauce, Allison?
2: It is the Chelsea Fire wicked hot sauce. And uh, it brings us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline Chat Chat.
1: Hi, folks. Sorry about the audio issues on my end. What happens is I use my iPad iPad sometimes and the audio connection isn't the best. It could be my headphones. I'm, I'm using my computer now. I hope it's better. Anyway, when Tom gets tired and flustered, he uses certain terms to try to find other terms like Ipopronic, that was a good one <laughs> And Gregorious. Wait, wait, wait I, I,
2: <laughs> like, I do remember I, that You were making up words yesterday Because you couldn't remember the words that you were looking for That's
1: right Ipopronic, that was a good one <laughs> And Gregorious.
4: Isn't Gregorius a Gregarious, Gregarious? okay
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's a chant of some sort Or if it's Someone who's just effusive <laughs> um, but I do that myself. I try to find other words thinking I'm using the proper one, but looking for the real one. And the best part of that video that you took of yacht bunny, Alice jumping around during the seventh inning stretch, <laughs> listening to sweet Caroline with her little pink red Sox hat and her, you know, dancing around. That's what all yacht bunnies from Lexington do when they go to the red Sox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, the best part of that whole video was Cyril crumpled up in his red Sox seat, just completely ignoring the entire event. And <laughs> that was it was perfect. And the end asleep. of your yes. Patreon show really showed. I mean, it's sad. When kids get really tired, man, they are just, <laughs> they are bombs that need to be diffused. And it's, oh, it's right. just tough. He was rough. I know. Yes. Right. So uh, but I did think it was a great show. Thank and you. The fact that you folks put in all this effort after an excruciating day <laughs> uh, is really great. And I appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much. Well, That's very sweet.
4: Thank you, Dr. Cheswick. I appreciate that, too. At least I got to have my chalada you know, my tomato clamato oh, juice with oh, that yeah. beer. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. This is a final steal on this mayonnaise controversy.
4: Uh-oh. Replica? Any okay.
2: adult sandwich can have mayonnaise on it. Correct. Any of them.
4: Correct. Pretty much. Yep. I'm not talking peanut butter and jelly, no, that's a obviously. kid's sandwich. Mm, but I like any adult and jelly. sandwich can have mayonnaise on it. Chicken, mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Steak and cheese, mayonnaise. Correct. Meatball sub, mayonnaise. Damn Cold cut sandwiches, mayonnaise. Yep. Fish sandwich, mayonnaise. It goes on all of them. Yes.
1: The only caveat <laughs> I have is it has to be Hellman's. God damn Every right. Mayonnaise is trash. Correct. That's so why
2: you and Tom it's are over, soulmates, right? No more
1: right. talking about it. That's the answer. Anybody that's got a problem with that, Tom, they should be
4: booted from the audience. Correct. Damn straight Replica Shattuck. Well done. <laughs> He's absolutely right. That is the most patriotic thing I've ever heard. It <laughs> is wonderful. I do, if if the world runs out of um helmets or Best Foods, same thing,
2: mm-hmm.
4: then I do as a... I think dis- you should
2: put that um over a bed of... um patriotic music playing and use it as a promo for the all you can eat podcast
4: not bad where do i put the promo
2: i don't know Twitter? okay
4: let's workshop it not a bad, a bad idea but you're right replica the only other one that i like is um i think craft makes a version that's very whipped creamy that's I forgot what it's called.
2: What do you feel about things like Miracle Whip? I guess oh, I think this is the, more that whoever designed that, came up with that, should be executed.
4: Yeah. Their entire family should be ejected from this country, <laughs> and anybody who's ever been involved in manufacturing Miracle Whip should be also incarcerated or put in work camps. <laughs>
2: okay, I'm not sure if that belongs on the All You Can Eat podcast <laughs> or the, the political podcast because that seems almost like a political position. <laughs>
6: Uh, hey Tom and Alice. Uh, Hi. I was just wondering and wanting to get your take on all these folks that call in and to the to the chat chat and say they're catching up. Mm. To me, uh that just means their priorities are out of whack. Mm-hmm. If so they true. were truly loyal, they wouldn't need to play catch up. They'd make the time daily to listen to the podcast.
1: So I mean, again, the actually, time. I agree. You
4: reminded me of Tyne Daly, who when he said that um, who but I they found do to be make very time another in 1982. Day. Sorry. Do you know who Tyne Daly is, else? Was she in Kate and Alley too, maybe? I don't know. Do you know
2: Kate and Alley? Nope.
6: Okay. Well, they wouldn't need to play catch-up. They'd make the time... Ooh, what's your favorite catch-up?
2: Heinz.
4: Yeah, I think pretty much it's Alone there. Although we Although,
2: do... Uh- Okay, so I should talk about this on the food podcast for sure because the ketchup that I was given at Fenway is a no sugar added, like healthy natural ketchup. Did you observe that? Did you? You didn't get a hot dog, I don't think.
4: No, no. We would
2: already so hit our $400
1: American Oh, no, it was
2: good. I enjoyed it.
1: Daily to listen to the podcast.
6: So, again, I'm just wondering what you guys think about the ketchup crew. Thanks for all you do. <laughs> Great show. Bye.
2: So, I mean, to an extent, I'd agree. I agree. Like, we do make the time daily to make the podcast. But... Oh, stop looking to ordering people <laughs> but around. With that being said, when people, are catching up. Listeners <laughs> when people are catching up, they're making extra time on another day. So, if you're catching up, you are also making time. I just You're just not allowed to skip them. You have to... Either listen every day or catch up. No, I'm kidding. You can all <laughs> skip them if you want. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love everybody well, who that's, listens, that's, and not everybody listens to every episode, and that's okay too. I love you too.
4: One part condescension, <laughs> four parts <laughs> piling it on in an unbelievable way. So this is my feeling on this. So it's interesting. So so I think there are some people. If if you're a person who. Who's, Getting simply their news hit from us, then those people I assume probably listen every day because stuff isn't gonna, isn't right, and don't
2: catch up because like if it's a week later, what are you going to listen to me talk about? Right, but
4: I think that mostly the the people who get it just for the news, Mm -hmm. which, but if people want to see hear something happen or and it's more of the takes or stuff or whatever, then that and then that stuff is lasts forever. I mean that's if you
2: want the true Shattuck inside baseball. Well,
4: you wouldn't get my. can of soup today? If you yeah, true. You know, <laughs> if you that'll them. be there forever.
2: <laughs> or I mean, what if? Think what if- of our children someday, looking back, listening to. They won't care. They won't go through and listen to the podcast. But no. but think of them someday, listening to you berate me for daring to leave my seat at Fenway Park.
4: I did that. It, it, <laughs> that was deserving of a beration, but you did not receive one. You never, never disregard your squad leader's orders ever ever
2: mm-hmm.
4: I'm gonna you know what next time we go you're wearing a shock collar <laughs> you are I'm not kidding you are you will be corrected next time
2: will I be allowed to get a hot dog <laughs> <laughs> will I just get a warning beep for it, that don't, like, you, a, don't screw this up kind of message.
4: You're, you're, <laughs> the last thing in your mind will be, sweet, before everything goes blank and you have a uh, the test pattern in your mind for the next 10 minutes. Let's see. <laughs> Alice Shattuck. Vehemently. De- oh, Hold on. She needs a moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you open your eyes when you laugh, please,
2: Alice? No. Okay, go ahead.
6: Defending the rights of creepy old... Hold on, let me... Let's see. Alice Shattuck vehemently defending
2: the rights of creepy old men to date much, much younger women. Who would have thought? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you at least draw the line at creepy ancient old men impregnating young women? And fathering children, they'll never have a chance to raise or see grow up. Well, <laughs> Harlot? I thought this was going to be an attack on my religion, but I actually... That's <laughs>
5: <laughs> a different attack. <laughs> um,
2: uh, well, uh, I mean... You know, I think I think more babies are always good. Learn Every day counts,
4: and the uh, Pacinos want to see what it's like to have a baby together. And yeah, that's right. And
2: let y- the Pacinos have a baby. Let, right. let Alice this, Baldwin. I'm sure that he's
4: babies. got like grandkids already who can help raise this child. Grandkids in their thirties, yeah, so it,
2: if it makes the hot. Check that you're married to, happy to have babies. Just have babies, right? Yeah,
4: it's actually not a big price to pay as the guy because of the production requirements. So, like, why not? Other than kids are not great, and well, he's not gonna ever well, have to, yeah.
2: And especially if you're like a help machine, like, you're rich, you yeah. don't have to, like, you can hire all the people to help make everything super easy, and like, there's no. I mean, you yeah.
4: know. When he has a baby, I wonder if he'll say, Say hello to my little friend. Do
2: you that know what that's name? from? That one, um... Is that Scarface?
4: That is. nice. Okay. The See? Hey, guys. Stephen Glosser. How you Hi, doing? Steve, I'm dude. just catching up on a few episodes, and I just caught the one with Biden falling where there were no chat chat messages at the end. That's right. And Tom had asked why. Do you think that might have to do with you putting mayonnaise on a meatball sub? I think you kind of turned everybody off when you said that, Tom. Just saying. Bye. You guys have not lived. I'm telling you, man. You, you haven't lived. Do you not know the pleasure of mayo on a meatball sub? Oh, it's lovely. And let me tell you, I'll let you in on a secret. hmm Let you in on a secret. Because I discovered this at a bachelor party weekend for individuals I, who I will not name. Okay. Because all there was open was a um all there was open was a um uh like a Christie's market or whatever. This is down on the Cape twenty years ago. Um I got a teriyaki cheesesteak and I filled it with cream cheese and nuked it. And that was a freaking coup. That was a winner. Cream cheese should always be utilized as well. We'll we'll get into next all you can eat podcast. We should have have a full uh, discussion about the things that enhance subs, etc. And it's usually the dairy variety, I think, anyway.
2: Thank you so much for listening. Of course, when we talk about the food podcast, we are referencing the All You Can Eat podcast, which you can find wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Um, You can also, of course, listen to this podcast. There's links to all the places to listen at burnbarrelpodcast.com. If you want to join us for the live stream um, and added content, like our child having a tantrum last night, really selling it, then you can do that at patreon.com slash burnbarrel.